Welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show, the program that shines a spotlight on positive real estate development and neighborhood revitalization in the city of brotherly love. Coming to you live from the G-Town Radio Studio on Maplewood Mall in Germantown. Here's your host, Alina DeLisser. show on WRGU. My name is Alina DeLisser, and I'm going to be your host on this weekly show. The focus is real estate and economic development. So each week, we're going to spend time getting to know some of the people in our community who are having a positive impact in that regard. So with me today is a person who knows a lot about Germantown. Sitting across from me is Andrew Trackman. He is the executive director of Germantown United. He originally joined the organization as a board member in 2012 and then became the executive director a few years later. Andrew has decades of experience being active in communities in which he has lived and worked. Has a very extensive resume, but for the purposes of this interview, um, the experience that we're gonna highlight is uh, being a board member and officer of the Bella Vista United Civic Association, and also a member of the Preservation Alliance of Greater Philadelphia. And he's also a professional musician. That's so wonderful. So Andrew, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Thank you for being here. So Andrew, tell us a little bit of the history of Germantown United. How long has it existed, and what is its primary mission? Okay, Germantown United CDC uh, has been in existence uh, since 2011 as an official organization. It uh, started out as a, a grassroots effort um, from a number of Germantowners who were at, at the time protesting a highly subsidized uh, development at uh, Chelton Plaza, which is way down by Chelton and Pulaski. Um, what, what, is, uh, what arose from that was a need a realization that there was a need for a community development corporation that would uh, provide the people of Germantown with a voice in how their community was developed. Because uh, a lot of development and a lot of plans were created from top down. Like government came in and said, this is what we want to have happen. Or real estate developers or politicians would say, this is what we want to have happen. So Germantown United was, was formed to make it from bottom up. So um, we've been in existence since uh, 2011. Um, I joined the board in 2012, as you said, and uh, was the board president for about two years, uh, became the interim part-time executive director, and then eventually transitioned into the full-time executive position that I have today. So uh, that's basically a very brief history of, the, uh, of Germantown United as an organization. Great, great. So Germantown is a neighborhood that has a lot of history and a lot of architectural interests, a lot of different architectural styles. Um, would you say it's a hidden gem in the city of Philadelphia? 
I think it's hidden in that a lot of folks don't necessarily come to Germantown specifically. I think a lot of folks still kind of stumble upon it. Although Germantown really as an as a uh, as a neighborhood is probably one of the most if not the most historic neighborhoods in um in the in the country. Uh I would say even beyond uh, Society Hill. Yeah, Society wow. Hill has a bell. Them spiders words. And they have a wall, <laughs> a hall. Uh but you know, there's so much more here. Germantown Avenue has been uh a mode of human transportation for a thousand years. The Lenape used it to go from from here down to the Delaware River. In fact, you can almost still do that today. Um, uh, Northern Liberty gets in the way, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and then, you know, the the uh, uh, the, the the German settlements in, in the late uh, 17th century. Uh, the first protest against slavery was written here. Uh, there was a battle of Germantown. Um, there's an underground railroad activity here. Uh, the Great Migration uh, in the early late 19th, early 20th century had a huge impact. Um, industrialization, deindustrialization, uh, all those things. You, you name the, the great movements within American history, and all of them have taken place in Germantown and had an impact. Wow. So it's pretty amazing here. And it's, and it's living history because you can still see remnants of, of some of those aspects that you just mentioned. Yes. In fact, from our office, you mentioned architecture and everything. I think a lot of people do recognize the architecture here. From my office, I can see four centuries of architecture. Uh, you got 18th, 19th, 20th, and even 21st century. So it's a living, it's a living, breathing community that is just filled with um, not only architecture, but people who are really respect the history and really understand the importance of Germantown in the place of American history. So let's talk about Germantown t- today in the 21st century. What are some common, outdated uh, notions that people? maybe even in, still in the neighborhood that might have about Germantown? Well, um, I think, you know... Because it's changing. Yeah, it is changing. I think Germantown is kind of a microcosm of the city of Philadelphia. So I think in a lot of cases, the city of Philadelphia has always had a little bit of an inferiority complex. And I think Germantown suffered from that too. But that is also changing. I think, but people, from what I, people who grew up in Germantown, who were from Germantown and moved out, still have a passion for the place and that's because you know the the diversity and the uh and and the uh the passion for community and um the activism is just very that's 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 from from the beginning and that's still here and those are still really positive things that that have happened here i think a lot of people in terms of misconceptions they see a lot of that activism uh, and think, oh, they're disorganized, they're divisive, they're not talking to each other. And that is somewhat true. But I, I see the activism and I see the, a lot of the different groups that form as a positive. You know, I think uh, it, it shows that people are really interested and passionate about their community and want to do something about it. And I, I think, you know, there's other neighborhoods where you have to, like, you know, pull people out of their houses to get them to a meeting. We've had, like, hundreds of people show up for like a planning meeting. I mean, that never happens. <laughs> so I think it's really great to see, you know, the passion of people in Germantown uh, come out. And that is, that's a misconception that I think people have. Mm-hmm. They they look at the passion and the activism as a negative, And I really think it's a positive. Right, right. Well, I, I mean, I live in Germantown, obviously, and there are people on my street that have lived there since Eisenhower. 
was oh, president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, the roots go really, really deep. I mean, um, in terms of the generations yes. that are living in the same neighborhood. Yep, yep. And that's that's very, uh, I mean, you see a lot of that in Philadelphia, but in Germantown in particular, I mean, I, I see it here. I mean, these people have been here, you know, Decades. you go to any public meeting and one of the, you'll get some of the folks saying, well, I've been here since 1953. And, you know, and it's great to see that because they know they, they yeah, their roots are so strong and deep. And that's, that's really important to have that in a neighborhood. So talk a little bit about the targeted corridor management program. Uh, that is one of the initiatives of Germantown United. Can you tell us what it is, what the geographic boundaries are? Sure. So um, the targeted corridor management program is a, uh, is a program that is uh, 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 sponsored by the uh, City of Philadelphia Department of Commerce. Uh, funding comes from the, ho- uh, the, the government, uh, from the federal government, uh, from, from housing and urban development. And um, what Targeted Quarter Management Program does is it provides funds to organizations and to communities um, who are considered uh, low-moderate income, and it provides funds that help provide resources, specifically a commercial corridor manager, and that person is responsible for working, uh, being that liaison between the businesses on a commercial corridor and all the resources that the Commerce Department has. Um, also acts as a liaison between a lot of the city agencies that would impact a business, uh, Commerce being one of them, but also L&I, uh, also uh, Department of Health, um, and, uh, and the Streets Department, So uh, and also zoning. So those are all areas that uh, a corridor manager, having a very specific person who can be that eyes and ears on the street that a business can go to is really important because sometimes navigating the city of Philadelphia's infrastructure is a bit confusing and can be a little daunting. So having that person who knows who they are and walks around and can actually, you know, talk to businesses and help them through things. Um, So that is our boundaries um, are somewhat limited in Germantown. We, we manage the business corridor on Germantown Avenue, right, roughly from Washington Lane down to Wayne Junction, to Berkeley Street. And then we manage um, Maplewood Mall, which we're on right now, as well as Chelton Avenue, roughly between uh, Morris Street and Bainton Street, so between the two regional rail stations. And then, of course, where Green Street and Wayne Avenue and Pulaski Avenue intersect, we also work with the businesses that are off of those streets as well. Honestly, though... Any business in Germantown that comes to us, we are happy to help. But those are the areas that we're actually under contract to directly serve. Okay. And um, uh, your organization is expanding because you've added uh, a, a couple, one, at least one more corridor manager, we, right? Yes, that's correct. So, so um, the Commerce Department and the Division of Housing and, and Community Development, which also oversees the, the funding, you know, recognize that our, our, uh, our corridor is – way too big for just one person to handle. And we're, we were, you know, basically the, the, our organization was myself, executive director, and Emily Doley as the commercial corridor manager. So it was two of us. And there's over 400 businesses on the business corridor. Uh, Germantown Avenue is like over two miles. And even on that, even if it's one street, there's still pockets of different areas. So there was a recognition that we needed to expand uh, our, our, our resources. So Commerce did... Um, grant us an extension and an expansion uh, to bring in a second quarter manager. And um, we're very happy to report that uh, Renee Bruce Miller is our new 
our, our new commercial corridor manager, working alongside Emily. Uh, and she started on January 14th. So she's brand new, brand new. <laughs> and, uh, and, and jumping right in. She's a Germantown resident, and uh, she's very passionate about the work that she uh, has gotten into. So we're, we're really great to have her on board. That's great. So one of the things I, I, I read about you was that um, there was a market analysis that you guys did about the businesses in Germantown, and, and we're identifying maybe there might, might be uh, gaps in terms of mm-hmm. service needs. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and one of the things that we tried to do with that was uh, we wanted to show, because one of the things, that one of the feedback we got from a lot of uh, uh, commercial real estate people and also from uh, you know other like retailers and outside businesses was they didn't feel that Germantown had the demographics to support uh, a lot of the businesses that we were trying to attract. And again, that's one of those misconceptions. Um, yes, Germantown is uh, a low a little mo- chicken and an egg sort of thing. Yeah, though, I mean, there's a low moderate income. It's a low moderate income neighborhood. There's a there's a, th- a high poverty rate. The poverty rate here is higher than the city average, um, and yet there's also a large number of people of means who have choices on where they can shop and where they can dine, and most of those folks choose not to patronize Germantown. That's starting to change, though. Um, but what we try to do is find, get some data that showed that. And also, we wanted data to show that um, what kinds of businesses would be would be able to uh, be successful here. Um, one of the big gaps is a sit-down restaurant for dinner. Um, we have a lot of lunch places. We have a lot of breakfast places. We have, we have two coffee shops. We mm-hmm. have takeout. But if, if a family wants to go and sit down and have dinner and the parents want Celebrate to have, something, have yeah. a drink, um, you know, there really isn't a whole lot of that here. And there's a real, uh, there's a real market opportunity for that. Okay. Um, and there's also some other retail-type businesses that also uh, could benefit from a, from a place like here. Uh, and so, we, again, we're trying to – business attraction is something that is on our on – our, to-do list. Right, right. Um, we do it kind of ad hoc, but putting something formally together is something we want to do in the long term. Well, these, you know, small um, small businesses in a commercial corridor, you know, the commercial real estate corridor, really can be become the lifeblood of, of a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any concern about the increasing dominance of a company like Amazon and how that's changing retail, how that's changing, how people are consuming and shopping and buying. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and and, and the, the whole Amazonization, if that's a word, uh, well, you just <laughs> uh, coined it. of retail <laughs> is is affecting business corridors throughout the, the country and throughout the city. I mean, I talk, we, we work with folks in Chestnut Hill and Maniunk and Center City and West Philly, and they're all impacted by that. Um, and, um, you know, it's interesting because you talk to individuals and they're like, oh, I wish we had this and that and that shop. And then, of course, they go home and they shop on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> so it's a little bit, again, it's kind of a chicken and egg kind of thing. But, yeah, we're definitely concerned about that. I think what we can do, there's our, there are a number of businesses, though, that really uh, cater to that personal experience. And right. that's really the differentiation. So what we try to do is help those businesses uh, by improving the, the appearance of their storefront, of their window displays, um, helping them with, uh, you know, customer service and those kinds of issues, if they're willing to listen. Um, and and we, we, we've been pretty successful with some businesses in that, that they are willing to listen and take customer service seriously. 
Um, and uh, so that's really, I think, the, the, where, where uh, the small business can have an edge, that personal Definitely. relationship that they have. They're from the community. They live in the community. They know their customers and their customers' kids and their customers' parents. And, you know, that really means something. And, um, and I think people really want to really are looking for that too as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. So a lot of um, people, you know, when they hear about neighborhood revitalization, and I know that that's a part of the core mission of Germantown United. But for some people, neighborhood revitalization might be considered a euphemism for gentrification. Mm -hmm. So how do you respond to the concerns of some residents that successful revitalization is going to lead to gentrification? Right. Well, I think in in many neighborhoods uh, throughout Philadelphia and throughout the country, you see that. And part of it is, I think, and that's that goes back to our mission. We want to be community driven. We want people at the table, the residents and the and the, the small businesses at the table, to discuss how things are going to be developed and changed. I mean, you can't really fight global economics, and unfortunately, you know, uh, I think that that does that does play a part. Um, Germantown is fortunate right now because it's still affordable. And it's still uh, pretty large, and um, there is a lot of room for for what I would c- kind of call slow growth. Um, well, we our our goal and our, our our objective is to improve the mix of businesses on Germantown Avenue. We don't want to get rid of the dollar stores. We don't want to get rid of the nail salons, but we want to make room for other businesses that could potentially serve. Uh, a, a different audience and a different uh, clientele. So we don't like to just kind of close and forklift and, and get rid of. That's not what we're about. Mm-hmm. Also, part of that is is working with residents, and part of our strategic plan was to expand beyond the business corridor. So uh, the fourth person that we brought on this year, uh, we, we were awarded the uh, Neighborhood Advisory Council contract, the NAC contract from the city's Division of Housing and Community Development. And uh, Rakeem Miller started on January 14th, uh, and he is our uh, the NAC manager. So there had been a NAC in Germantown for many years. Uh, it, the, the contract was, 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 not, was not renewed several years ago. And so we applied for it when it came up this year, and we got it. That's great. So Rakeem's starting. He's already hitting the streets. And that is the way the, well, the, way the, the targeted quarter management program is a liaison between the businesses and the city. The NAC program is a liaison between the residents and the city in regards to housing. So a big part of like preventing gentrification is to make sure that the people that are living here now can stay here now if they want to, and, and how can we help them do that. And uh, the NAC uh, manager will deal with like foreclosure prevention, with rental assistance, with other other kind of programs like weatherization and, and LIHEAP, which is the uh, the state run program for for uh, utility subsidies, so um, we we're, we're that's that's the other area that we're working on as well. We want to make sure Germantown stays affordable and is open and and is welcoming to those that have been here since Eisenhower, <laughs> as well as people who want to come in who are new, uh, and we don't want. Uh, People come here because of the diversity and because of the, uh, the the wonderful mix of people here. Well, we don't want to we don't want to kill the goose that laid the golden right. egg. We want to keep that. So that's that's what we're trying to do. And yeah, but that the gentrification is definitely a concern of ours. We don't want we don't want to see 
it that in less like in an East Passion kind of way or a West Philly kind of way. We want to or a Fishtown kind of way. We want to keep it. We want to you know keep a handle on it if mm-hmm, we can. Mm-hmm. That's good. So um, you kind of uh, started you started to talk about this the strategic plan. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about the five year strategic plan and sure. um, more ways in which residents will see how this plan is being put into action? Right. Um, like so, with the first time home buyer counseling. Um, yes. Yeah. So 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 our strategic plan. We engaged a consultant to, to come up to work with our board and with and also the, that consultant also reached out to community stakeholders. So we got interviews from folks in the community, uh, and there, there, a lot of strategic plans like kind of focus an organization to narrow their scope. Ours did the opposite. They wanted us to expand our scope because of that was we were responding to what what the community was asking. They said, "Don't just focus on the corridors. The residents need help too." So we took that to heart. Um, we our our plan was finalized uh, in January of 2018, and we immediately started the housing counseling program. Now we didn't start it; we partnered with Mount Airy USA, who has a very successful housing counseling program. And so we just had them come into our into Germantown once a month, uh, and that that started building towards the end of uh, of 2018. Um, that's and I think that's really good that you're partnering with other oh, existing initiatives and not starting from oh, scratch. Yeah, no, we don't have the capacity. First of all, we don't have the capacity to do it. I don't have the time to do it. And if somebody else is doing it well, let's just get them involved. Right. And and that's that's what that's what we're about here in German. You know, Germantown United. We're, we're, the collaboration. We, we have and, yeah. a collaboration. Mm-hmm. We work with a lot of community partners in Germantown throughout the city because we can't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so that was one piece. Um, and then, and then when the NAC contract, you know, opportunity came up, it fit right in with what we were trying to do. So everything is kind of moving in a, in a nice direction um, in terms of fulfilling our strategic plan. But our plan really is to, again, serve as as serve the entire Germantown community as best we can, uh, and to partner uh, where we need to uh, to make that happen. So the, the radio station, this radio station, is, yeah. is part of Germantown United's community outreach. How does having a program like this, like the Jumpstart Philly real estate radio show, help GU fulfill its mission? Oh, well, I think it certainly does. Um, I mean, the fact, the, the thing that got us to, to want to have the station was we wanted something that wasn't tied to the Internet. And we wanted a means to communicate to uh, initially the businesses, but also the residents, on FM radio. Uh, so that was a really good appeal. And again, we partnered with G-Town Radio and Germantown Life Enrichment Center, and all of us got the stations, and we were all be able to bring on Germantown Community Radio. So it definitely gives us another avenue of communication to folks, especially who are not, who don't have a computer, who aren't online. And um, and also, uh, you know, it just gives us another another means to that. And actually, having the station was one of the things that enabled us to get the NAC contract because they were oh, very excited about how that we have this that you have roots that we that have you, that yeah. and that we have this this medium that we can use to right. communicate to the to the to the community. That's great. That's great. So so Andrew, if you could choose only one word to describe what twenty nineteen is going to be like, because we're at the beginning of the year. Um, what word would it be? What are you most excited about? Well, I would say the word that I've been using um, is action. 
Uh, we've done a lot of work building our organization over the past few years since our inception. We wanted to build a, an organization that was respons responsive to the community and respected by, by city funders and private foundation funders, and we feel like we've gotten to that point. Now it's time to make things happen physically, visibly in Germantown. So we're really excited about some of the projects that we have uh, lined up. One is the conclusion of the, um, the, the historic facade projects at the Crab House and at the Aces Museum. Uh, we got, we, we, we're, those, those projects should be wrapping up and that'll have a significant impact on that, on that block of uh, Germantown Avenue near Chelton. Um, also, we're gonna be, uh, you know, just looking at a lot of the plans that have already taken place for Germantown and seeing what uh, some of the uh, maybe like the lesser lesser expensive, lesser intensive pieces that can be implemented. Some quick wins. Quick mm -hmm. wins. Mm -hmm. um, working again. Now we have two quarter managers who are going to be working with businesses, starting to get them involved with the storefront improvement program to help improve their facades. We have a uh, what we call a, right now we call it our storefront activation program, which is that uh, window display merchandising okay. piece that um, we're, we're going to be working with businesses on. And again, having two people out on the street talking about those things. That's going to be really powerful. Yes. So, so those, are the, those are the actionable things that we, um, we're looking to do. In, in. So if uh, local residents want to get more involved, if they want to volunteer, if they want to contribute in some way to GU, how can, how can they really help you? In 2019, okay. besides donating money. Well, yes, there's always that. Um, but but besides that, to get involved, um, you can certainly reach out to us. Um, uh, our website is uh, GermantownUnitedCDC.org. Uh, we're also uh, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram page, we have we're on Twitter, so we have a social media presence. Uh, you can also email us at info at GermantownUnitedCDC.org. And uh, it's a long email address, I know. but uh, And then, um, so you can certainly reach out, at, or you can call us at 215-856-4303. Great. Great. Thank you so much, Andrew. So we have been talking with Andrew Trackman, Executive Director of Germantown United. And um, I think we're almost out of time. So I want to thank all of you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>